Chicago? Yeah, we just smoked some weed somewhere. <laughs> it is 420. I, I, I hope you continue listening to this podcast even after we just totally canceled ourselves canceled absolutely. ourselves took absolutely. your trust and crumpled it into a ball like like a piece of paper oh, yeah okay. and put it in our that's mouths okay. and chewed it what about you ethan no i'm, I'm pretty straight edge right now uh oh, good really for you. weed free for me uh and also welcome to it's not that scary this is a horror movie podcast where we're talking about horror movies. Um, we're talking about movies. We're talking about movies. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're, we're trying to talk about horror movies, but the movies keep ending up not being that. Yeah. Yeah. This one was the most... <laughs> whatever, we'll get to it. Um, this one was thrilling. Yeah. Yeah, it was, it, was like a, it was like a solid movie, but like not a horror movie. Yeah. I guess not. I guess um, not. Could have gone there. But yeah, could have gone there. I mean, like every movie, there. like every movie that we've yeah. seen recently, it could have gone there, but they decided. <laughs> well, okay. they decided not I feel to. like this movie like could have gone there and didn't, whereas other movies tried to go there and failed. Okay. Yeah. 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 One time in school, my friend told me that he didn't want to practice for his audition so that if he didn't get it, uh, it wouldn't matter. And that's yeah. kind of like that. Yeah. What did, what did your audition practices entail? Um, for me, I would usually lock myself in a room and just go over the material for like two hours at a time and then do that like once a day until it's audition time. Did they give you sides beforehand or was this just for like musical theater? Um, they would have us do one monologue, just generally do whatever we want. And then if they oh, liked okay. it for like you would audition in front of five or six directors. And uh-huh. if any of them liked you, then they would call you back for their show specifically. Okay. Okay. Yeah, our aud- auditions were for like the theater. You didn't prepare anything. Um, oh, okay. You just show up and do cold reads, which is fine. Yeah, cold reading and stuff. How was the theater in Davidson College? Oh, this was at, um, well, I guess it was pretty much the same at Davidson, too. Um, this was in high school. I didn't do that much theater in college, uh, but it was good. I had a lot of friends who did it. Um, like all college theater, it's overly time consuming, and yeah. the directors take it way too seriously. Way too seriously, yeah. It's um it, for Skidmore. What, what kind of happened was um, because uh, it's impossible to be an artist basically anywhere. What would happen is the professors are just artists who are doing their their career, yeah, and are uh, just like forcing the kids to uh, live do out their yeah exactly <laughs> live out their fantasy of their career. Yeah, uh, I have a lot of feelings about this subject and. And I wasn't even, like, directly involved ever. It was just, like, seeing my friends go through it and just, like, stress themselves out so much. And yeah. pretty much none of them are, like, professional actors now. <laughs> <laughs> like, no tea, no shade. They're all so talented. And it's also, like, a weird time. But, like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is, it is ridiculous how it seems like um, across colleges, theater professors are just, like... Um, Crazy crazy <laughs> and it would be one thing if like they got like credit for the shows they were in but they were taking theater classes on top of being wow. in shows that demanded like all of their free time yeah, well. yeah to be honest eh, i don't know if i miss it <laughs> <laughs> i don't yeah, know i can't i can't imagine i i feel like i miss like having just like space to like do shit um like, I miss art, generally, and, like... Yeah. 
Yeah, the, the theater at my college was very hit or miss, but basically every other art form was uh, uh, really top-notch at our school, I felt like. Yeah, the uh, student artists at our school were like, the, the stuff that, that was in like the, um, what's the, is it Schick the Gallery? Tang. Is that what it was? The Schick or the Tang, yeah. Yeah. Well, Have I feel had... like like with visual art, they get credit for like working on their pieces. Like their classes can just be like a independent study where they're working on their art and they're not like yeah required at basically gunpoint by right. their professors to right. <laughs> stay out till 11 working on a show. It's true. It's true. And it's like was... they're also choosing what they're making where... In a lot of cases, you're being forced to put on cabaret for the cabaret. Eighth time. I, yeah, literally. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, what a uh, fever dream college was. Yeah, yeah. I w- I've been thinking about it a lot recently because I went to college in the south, um, mm. and the weather is just so nice. Oh, I see. Yeah. Especially this time of year. The past like month has been rough. Yeah. Like, March, I'm sure we'll have some, like, really lovely days, but those days will just melt all the snow, and then it'll freeze again, yep. and just be Ice City for yeah so long. Yeah. Um, my landlord has not cleaned up any of the uh, icicles that are, like, forming on our building, and they are massive, it's and I have so to walk It's so scary. We, we, we saw one today that was literally, it was, like, a house that was probably, like, two and a half stories tall. Yeah. And it went all the way from wow. the roof to the ground. It, it was, was crazy. crazy. Yeah. And our landing is, like, completely covered in ice, and the, we have icicles coming down from the porch above. Wow. It's very final destination. Like, yeah, you get right, stabbed yeah. with an icicle slip, <laughs> fall down the stairs. That's what I think of, too. Yeah. 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 Ethan, um, what should we have for dinner tonight? We just got groceries. We could we could make nachos. Don't we still have soy chorizo? No, I ate it. Oh. Mm. Never mind. Uh, let's talk about let's talk about the podcast. Sorry. Oh no, I'm no. I'm really hungry. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. I just uh, but the thing about nachos is I have to put fucking vegan cheese on it. Ew. I guess I could make oh no, but we're out of cashews. Um You hmm. oh, I guess sorry. you could make cashew cheese out of cashew milk. But you're out of cashews. Um, so. Yeah, I'm out of cashews. <laughs> yeah, and it's so fi- so hard to find the udders on those things. Yeah, they're really tiny. Um, <laughs> anyways, um, anyways, we're, yeah, we're yeah. talking about we're talking about a movie from the year 1936. We're not Six. talking about cashew nipples. No, so get that talking. get that image out of your brain. Because yeah. we're yeah. not going to address it. We're not going to stop thinking about it. Nipples. Stop it. Um, okay, so 1936. Yeah, 1936. Um, 1936. Let's let's hand it off to our gal, Magoo. Year is 1936, and it's the Summer Olympics in Berlin. This is Hitler's first opportunity to show off how great Nazi Germany oh is. Oh my god! But <laughs> he is foiled by an American athlete. An American athlete who is black? Yes, that's right. Jesse Owens wins four gold medals at the Berlin Olympics in 1936. This is too realistic, Leading Marco. Hitler into bad, bad vibes central, yeah. Hitler was really, really like- disappointed. What, from what you were, from the way you're describing it, it kind of sounded like Hitler himself was in the race. And like that, <laughs> that visual. No. <laughs> That'd be really funny. No, no. We should make our we should make our politicians do that. Yeah, <laughs> race, race against Usain Bolt and just get race. humiliated. <laughs> yeah. That would be really funny. I wonder who our fastest congressman is. Congressperson. Mm. 
I don't know. God, they're all so old. They're so they're old. They're all so yeah, old. Yeah, they're all so old. <laughs> it takes so long. There's a representative <laughs> from North Carolina who, um, he's like this, he's a terrible person. I forget his name. It's like Madison something. QAnon guy. Oh, um, God. And he is in a wheelchair. And I was reading an article about him recently where, like, he's just been lying and saying that he's, like, competing for to uh, go to trials for the Paralympics. And it's just, like, a straight-up lie. <laughs> and they interviewed a bunch of, like, Paralympic athletes. And they were like, yeah, we, like, used to make fun of his Instagram all the time because he would say he was at these events and he, <laughs> like, God. wasn't there. And they basically said, like, if this was a, someone who was, like, saying this stuff about the real Olympics, there would be like so much outrage but since it's yeah you don't want to be like no yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah Yeah, but he's yeah this guy sucks but anyway 1936 so like i said the summer olympics um were in berlin this year and jesse owens won four four gold medals um for america he beat out some german athletes i think one particular in the long jump event uh, so Hitler was not pleased because he was trying to show how uh, Germans are the master race. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> also, uh, Hitler broke the Treaty of Versailles after he invaded the Rhineland, which, Classic. you know, at this point, all of the European politicians were like, oh, yeah, Hitler's just like a just like a guy. I mean, he's not going to actually do anything. I talked to him. He promised he wasn't going to invade anywhere. And then and then he invaded anywhere. And then World War II started. Yeah. Um, so I think World War II officially begins next year. Um, but things are really, really heating up. Um, Hitler is getting very, very bold. He announces the construction of the Volkswagen Beetle, uh, the punch buggy, which... That's, as Jaden put it, a Nazi original, which yeah, we didn't know. know. Wow. Yeah, didn't know. Yeah. Um, <laughs> punch <yeah>. buggy. <laughs> Do you think they had that back then? Yes. Yes. In his speech, he was like, punch buggy. You say it's a punch a buggy, and there is a no punching a back. <laughs> That's him giving the speech. Oh, my God. I wish, I, you know what? I wish that I uh, could erase that from my brain. Um, yeah. Maybe perhaps get a lobotomy, which first lobotomy, uh, 1936. Ooh, yeah. First prefrontal lobotomy. I don't know if there are different lobotomies, but hmm. uh, it's a big one. That's it's it's kind of just bizarre yeah. for me to imagine that that was something they thought worked ever. Right. Well, but, it did. I mean, but like, obviously it was horrible, but like it changed people. Yeah, yeah. I guess. But also... But like, like it's, it's weird that that was just like, brain. that was just like an acceptable course of right. action, essentially. Yeah. So crazy. The, the guy who performed a lot of the operations and was like famous for it, I read, um, I learned in AP Psych that he would, he was so confident that he would literally like be drunk and do the operation. Oh my God. Uh, like he would show up and like, just like be drunk and do it real quick and then leave. Wow. Yeah, because he was so confident about what he was doing. And as Demi Lovato says, what's wrong with being confident? Exactly. Oh. <laughs> exactly. Let's see some other things. Okay, so um, Alan Turing published his theory um, that was called On Computable Numbers, which set the theoretical basis for modern computers. Um, Turing, famously gay, famously... So famously gay. Um, 
castrated by the British government yeah. because it was illegal to be gay. And he also, uh, like, helped break the Nazi code in World War II. Uh, I saw the movie. movie. Yeah. Yep, yeah. That's, what I was, that's all I know about Turing. Sure. No, that's all I know, movie. too. It's a solid movie. Yeah. I saw it in theaters. Nice. Me, too. Um, okay. Also, um, 1936, the uh, British king... Edward the Eighth abdicates the throne to marry uh, an American divorcee named Wallace Simpson, and this fact is near and dear to my heart because I had a cat named Wallace who was named after Wallace Simpson. Oh, um, so yeah, pretty scandalous. Yeah, and then I, the, I have never heard of this. Yeah, so it was a big scandal, obviously, because, um, like, first of all, abandoning. The throne, and then also yeah. American divorcee. Yeah. Um, oh, sure. And um, so I believe his brother took the throne instead. Yeah. And then when he died, uh, the current queen ascended the throne. Wow, so Elizabeth. old. So old. Yeah, she's so old. She she's... was really young when she became queen. Yeah. yeah. 1950s or something. Or 60s, maybe. I don't know. Um. Yeah, that's about all I can remember. Okay. Uh, the Hindenburg took its first flight. There you Ooh, go. Ooh, I'm sure that that project will go off swimmingly. No, yeah. no issues. Yeah, no issues. We don't. I'm very confident. We don't know pain. anything about that. Um. So yeah, like war uh, as it has been, um, for the past several years is really on the precipice. Uh, U.S. still not paying attention to that. We have I more important things see. to do, like the. Congressional Medal Medal of Honor is awarded to an artist for the first time because Whoa. yeah, FDR says you're improving the country morale after the Great Depression. I don't know this artist's name. Okay. Because I've, I've never <laughs> heard of him. Matter. That's so. okay. Do you happen to know what kind of art? He was like a composer. So a poser? Like, wow. <laughs> <laughs> and he got, he got a, a medal of honor for that. Composition is probably the most boring art form. <laughs> yeah, as soon as you said that, I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. Unless you're like a like a composer for like the scores in movies. That's pretty cool. Sure. Like, oh, I uh, feel like... What's his name? Uh, Hans John Williams. Yeah. yeah. Both of those um, people. But like, like, like rap producers are um, composers, aren't they? Sure. Uh... I'm talking like classical music is boring. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> yes, Across for sure. the board. <laughs> Absolutely. That's what I'm trying to get at here. Uh, not boring though, arguably. The Devil Doll, which okay. was a movie we watched this year. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. Todd Browning's I'll that segue. The Devil Doll, okay. starring. <laughs> Ooh, Lou Barrymore, I think is Barry, his name. Barrymore. Barrymore. Yeah, I'm trying to remember his first name, and I think yeah. it's Lou. Um, and why is he famous? Why is he famous? Have you ever heard of Drew Barrymore? Yeah, what? they're like yeah. It's a it's a long. It's long... like a Freemasons for acting. No, it's like they're like a family. Um, it's just like a dynasty, basically. Oh, it's like uh, oh, yeah, weird. Um, yeah, so John Barrymore, I believe, was the first, and he was in. Um, a Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde, I think, that we didn't watch. No. Uh, he was big in the 20s, um, the early 20s. I guess they sort of look alike now that you mention it. Same Drew and, and this dude? Yeah. yeah. So they have yeah. a long history of um, being in the American film industry. Uh, pretty talented. 
I like yeah, Drew Barrymore. Sure. Yeah. And this guy wasn't this guy. wasn't wasn't yeah. bad. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the actress who played Lorraine, who was Paul's daughter, um, was Mia Farrow's mom. Mm. And uh, when Frank Sinatra said that he wanted to marry Mia Farrow, uh, this actress, uh, her mother said, oh, at his age, he should be marrying me. Because Mia Farrow was like probably in her 20s. And yeah, yeah, Frank Sinatra was really old. And that's just uh, showbiz. showbiz. Yeah, literally. (laughs) I was just thinking about that today, how it's weird that like that is still normal in in Hollywood. Yeah. It's just shifted a little bit. Instead Barely. Of like, not really. Now it's yeah, like you're 25. Right. It's shifted from 16 years old to 20 years old. Yeah. 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 It's shifted j- just past legal. Like Scott Ritchie dated, um, or Scott Disick dated Sophia Ritchie and she was like 19 and he was in his like late 30s. It's just so That's gross. Crazy. I really hate, uh, whatever. That's not what this movie is about. This movie is about shrinking people <laughs> so that they're six inches tall. Jaden. <laughs> <laughs> okay um yeah so um movie opens um these two guys who break out of prison um guards are chasing them but they're on the run um and they get up into the swamp area and there are a bunch of dogs barking woof woof woof, um, woof, woof, woof. and yeah, lady woof, woof, calls woof. off the dogs and this lady turns out to be one of the escaped convicts uh husband or sorry wife um <laughs> and um we quickly realize they're like scientists um she's got like a whole bunch of beakers and vials and shit in the house and Bride um, of Frankenstein hair. Oh, yeah. Oh, and yeah. Frankenstein hair, too, sure. Yeah. Or um, Michelle Visage hair. But. Yeah. Um, Pick your reference. And we yeah. learn that um, they have, like, these, like, little, like, they look like sort of, like, miniature dogs, like, um, like toys. <laughs> like um, figurines. Yeah. And then they start moving, and we realize they've developed this, um, like, potion, potion, basically, to, like, shrink people to one-sixth their size. Um so they can do this with anything dogs people whatever um and not only do they shrink but uh whoever shrunk them can control them with mind powers yeah Mm -hmm. yeah that's a big element as well um and the uh the other dude who broke out the one who's not married to this lady um is like whoa that's that's crazy that seems uh immoral though and then they're like no it's not we want to we want to do this because everybody will shrink down and then uh, overpopulation won't be a problem anymore. We'll have enough food for everybody. Yeah. And he's like, I don't know. This still seems kind of weird. But he goes <laughs> along with it. Yeah. Um, yeah, because um, unlike um, this guy who was fueled by science while he was in prison to sort of like keep his keep him going, this guy was fueled by revenge mm-hmm. because he was falsely convicted by his three business partners. This guy used to run a big bank in France yeah. and Paris. Um, despite being English. Yeah. And despite he, everyone in this movie yeah, being English, it takes in place in Paris. <laughs> yeah. Um, and uh, he's like, oh, wait a second. I can use these tiny people to help me get revenge on um, my former business partners who sent me away. So that's his plan. Um, but real quick before they go to Paris to do that, um, the other guy who broke out with him um, dies. Um, just sort for of no like reason. a heart attack. Yeah, yeah for no reason. Very um, suddenly. Too yeah. freaked out. So quite literally in the middle of a scene, and he just, and he just kind of goes, ah! yeah, yeah, and that's yeah. it. <laughs> oh, also they like shrink their servant before they go um, and right. make her their little um, servant, little servant, <laughs> their, their, yeah, their smaller servant, <laughs> extra servant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so then, so the, so this guy, um, what's his name again? Levon. Yeah, Levon. His, name, his name is Levon. Um, 
he goes to Paris. Um, everybody's like looking for him. He's like a big deal. So there's like wanted posters everywhere. So he's dressed up like a Mrs. Doubtfire. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> no, literally. Yeah, he dresses up like old lady. And oh yeah, six months have passed. Um, so he's like opened up a doll shop with um, this. Uh, what's her name? Um, um, Melita. 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 Excuse me. The the lady with the Michelle Visage hair. Yeah. Um, Marcel's widow. Yeah, Marcel's widow. Yeah. Um, he opened which, up this store as the old lady. He has yes. he has garnered such a reputation as being like the sweet old lady in the neighborhood that like everybody knows him but knows him as the lady. Yeah. Uh, in and six she runs like a very successful toy store. Which okay. Are th- all the dolls in there shrunken people? I don't know. I don't like, know. Where point, somebody... are the people? Yeah, I don't know. Where That's are they unclear. getting the people? It it seems like it seems like um, they're just like other the toys. animals. The animals uh, are, the are, shrunken. are shrunken. Yeah, um, but it seems like the other toys are just toys. Yeah, and I think they only they only end up making two actual yeah. Um, yeah. Tiny people. What they um, what they do is that when when the dolls are still and not being mind controlled by people, they are literally like dolls, like plastic yeah. figurines. And then when they become mind controlled, then it becomes like a special effect with the mini dog or horse or person walking yeah. around. Yeah, True. and we should say that the special effects in this is are, are great. I have I like no them. idea how they yeah. um, were able to do it. It's um, weird because when they're still and they look like plastic dolls, it looks so bad. Yeah, and yes. so unbelievably cheesy. But then the effect of them when they walk around and stuff is really good. So I don't know why yeah. they couldn't just go all in with it. It's yeah. tough because I think it's hard because a lot of the time when they were like frozen, they were being held in someone's hand. Sure, and it would be harder to make giant hands to hold them. Yeah, that's real. That's real. Yeah, um, yeah. There's there's something about this movie for me. Um, that because the like dolls are literally just shrunken people and it's sort of like somebody was like in a green screen it seems and then sort mm-hmm. of like placed into the film and they're like walking around um, it's like not uncanny enough so it mm-hmm. sort of just it sort of is there's yeah. there's like no suspense with it because it, it isn't really creepy because no. they look exactly like normal people just yeah, smaller that's true. just shrunken down um, even when they're trying to hurt people it's not that creepy they have tiny yeah. little knives yeah. that somehow yeah. paralyze so you. small yeah tiny little knives that they soak in the potion beforehand oh, so. right, right, okay, right, okay, right. okay like poison dart yeah. frogs but yeah. uh yeah so um uh Levon is trying to get revenge on his three businessmen his three other banker friends and he does so by using the dolls to lure them to his shop um he poisons one of them and then shrinks him into doll form paralyzes another and then the third he goes after he eventually confesses and says that Levant is innocent and that the three other guys were guilty. Um, while this is happening, though, uh, Levant is trying to get close to his daughter, Lorraine. Uh, he's been watching her for a while and he really wants to just like have her have him be in her life again. Um, he's also been visiting his mother, who knows who he is, um, right. does not does not uh just to like reinforce, he he is walking around this entire time as an old woman. Yes, and going yes, like, hey, yes, no. yes. <laughs> yeah, 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 like literally, literally. Um, at one point when he's visiting his mother, his daughter comes over and tells him, believing himself, believing him to be an old lady, her good friend that she just knows around town, yeah. an old lady. 
uh, how much she hates her father and how much uh, he's ruined not only her life, but also uh, her mother's life because she eventually, her mother eventually killed herself. And she can't even marry the man she loves, Toto. His name is Toto. He's a taxi driver named Toto um, because she doesn't want him to have to um, deal, with the shame. deal with the shame of being a convict's son, son or whatever. But yeah, after, <laughs> after Levon is able to clear his name, he goes to Toto confesses and says hey i need you to take care of lorraine i can't be with her anymore because now i'm actually guilty and i can't have her live with that after i just killed a bunch of people uh so i'm gonna go i'm gonna go and i'm gonna leave you with my daughter take care of her by the way they're on the top of the eiffel tower oh yeah because that's the one place that toto feels like oh he can be alone there won't be anybody else there yeah it's the top (laughs) of the eiffel tower at night uh, which, if you think about it, is a cool... Well, I don't know. I don't know if they're, like, actually trying to say something here or if they are just like, oh, Eiffel Tower, that's something that people will recognize. Because, you know, when you're up on the Eiffel Tower, oh. everybody looks so much smaller. Yes. So I hope that was a choice. Um, Interesting. Yeah, he does anyway, say that. He does say that. Yeah. Everything looks control. so small from up here or whatever. Yeah. Mm. And the, Lorraine says, I don't live up here. I live down there. Right. Um, <laughs> but... After Lavon uh, tells all of this to Toto, uh, Lorraine comes and she's like, hey, you look familiar. And uh, he sits her down and he's like, I knew your father. Um, he loved you very much. He died when we escaped from prison. He's pretending to be Marcel, the scientist who died at this point. Um, if he was, he told me that if I ever met you, I'd have to hold your hand and give you a kiss on the forehead and <laughs> tell you that you're such a good daughter. And by the way, I'm not actually your dad. Bye. And then he leaves, goes that's, down the that's elevator. Sort of exactly how it happened. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it's like it's so weird because like, wouldn't she recognize him? Yeah. Like, he was only he's wearing in a the hat papers yeah, he's all like day. In the papers yep. all day. There's water posters everywhere. Yeah. It's also her dad. She's also right. a dumb a dumb woman who doesn't know anything. So that is important to remember. Yeah, but that's the end of the movie. Yeah. Um, he's yeah. like, the, he's on the elevator going down from the top of the Eiffel Tower where there's no one around except for this one elevator attendant. And the elevator attendant is standing off in the corner of the elevator because that's where they make them stand and not <laughs> interact with any guests. And he says, oh, it's a lovely evening. And then Paul Levon says, yes. Yes, this is the most lovely evening of my life. The, the end. end. And then it goes yeah. like very quickly, the end. <laughs> oh, my God. I, we forgot. Um, probably the only scary part of the movie. Um, after Levon gets oh, yeah. his uh, confession from one of his banker friends, and before he tells Toto about... Uh, who his who his real identity? Um, Melita, his assistant and Marcel's widow, is like, great. Now that you've got your freedom, we can go make everybody small, just like we always talked yeah. about. And oh. Levon's like, no, actually, I'm not gonna do that because it's really stupid. <laughs> um, and she gets mad and blows up her, her their laboratory and the yeah. whole shop and dies. And herself, yeah. <laughs> yeah, she there. That moment is kind of amazing when she kind of like goes crazy. Yeah, she has some yeah, I liked her. I liked her a lot. Yeah. She's she she was kind of like building up to this point the whole time because she's yeah she's lost her husband and then right. she was made to be basically the servant of right. this old lady, this man who's dressed like an old lady. Yeah, um, <laughs> and then she blows herself up and joins yeah. her husband. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I I'd say she was probably my favorite part of the movie. Yeah, yeah she's she was really good. Um, 
The acting was really good. Overall. The acting was acting. very good. They sold and, it. And like this movie, this movie was like. Uh, I liked it. It wasn't. It wasn't boring. I wasn't bored. It by was captivating. It. Yeah. Um, but yeah, definitely not scary. Um, really wish that they had like leaned more into the creepy thing. Yeah. But um, like again, like three fourths of this movie is literally a Mrs. Doubtfire. So it's, like, it seems so like horror is not their main goal. Yeah. Yes, literally, it's like him uh, taking off his old lady costume and then somebody like trying to open the door and then him going like, "Oh, hold on one second, and, like yeah. putting the wig back on. Yeah. That's like what a lot of this movie. Is. A lot of the movie is that, and then like I would say. 50% of the movie is Mrs. Doubtfire, 30% is the revenge plot, 20% is um, him reuniting with his family or whatever, um, and then 10% is the creepy dolls. Yeah. yeah. The dolls, there's really only like two big scenes with the dolls. Um, one is when um, the woman doll they have, I guess, yeah, she she paralyzes um, the second business partner, yeah, and sneaks steals. into his house, um, steals a bunch of uh, the family's jewels. And then stabs him and paralyzes him. Um, And then the other scene with the doll is the um, male doll they have, which is actually uh, the first business partner that they shrunk Mm -hmm. down and turned into their uh, like little servant. Um, He tries to do the same thing to the third business partner, Mm -hmm. but the third business partner is like guilt ridden and and confesses instead. Because he gets a letter in code (laughs) coded in bible verses that tells him that at like 10 o'clock at night something bad's gonna happen to him which is like the second movie we've seen where something (laughs) bad is gonna happen at 10 p.m specifically that you're gonna die at 10 p.m i guess they had to be in bed before midnight whatever um and the clock like just is about to strike 10 and he's so nervous and his he has a bunch of police in his house but the police are all really stupid and keep trying to like leave (laughs) he's like can you not open the door actually and the police (laughs) is like i'm gonna be right here but anyway uh he's like so paranoid and eventually confesses that um he and the two other bankers framed levand um and that they were the ones who were actually responsible for the murder and robbery right yeah. Um, do you think this may have been scary at the time? I guess it could be... Okay. <laughs> Here's a stretch. Here's a stretch because I'm just thinking about the American psyche at this point. Okay. Um, <laughs> and, you know, 1936 was the same year that um, FDR gave the uh, FBI the ability to go after fascists and communists. So I'm thinking, okay... People are afraid of being controlled by a higher power, a bigger uh, dictator or a commie, a big dirty commie telling them what to do and they can't. One of the protagonists of this movie is Toto, who one of his first lines is, oh, we capitalists are always having a great time with our taxis or whatever the fuck. He like calls himself a capitalist and he's like a good guy. And so I think there's like a fear of being controlled perhaps by a big dirty commie. Uh, mm-hmm. But ultimately capital- capitalism saves the day. So Why does capitalism I guess this, save the day? Uh, just because Toto gets the girl. Oh, right. Of course. <laughs> sure. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm thinking about the scenes where he's dressed up as Mrs. Doubtfire and he's doing, um, he's like meditating in mind control time uh, while mm-hmm. he's doing mind control on the dolls. And it's kind of like a, a close up on his face uh, being like intense. And I wondered if that was kind of spooky to people at the time. Yeah, I'm not sure. I don't know if like maybe like seeing people shrunken down would be scary to people just because <laughs> yeah. they had like no concept of editing. Right. Right. Yeah, right. I think I think it might have just been like really impressive 
Yeah, maybe. And I think, you know, the idea of being imprisoned for something that you didn't commit is scary to a lot of people. My baby. And then you're in your mind, like the the guys, the bankers, are imprisoned in their bodies when they're paralyzed, which is so scary. And that third one was imprisoned in his mind because he felt so guilty. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. A lot of prison themes. Yeah, sure. All right. Yeah, but... you know, it was okay. It was okay. <laughs> it. it wasn't scary. <laughs> no. Norror. It's definitely like the best old movie we've seen. It's the only I think one so that too. I, one of the best. Uh, I think so too. was good too. Yeah. Oh, Chalupa. Huh? Yeah. Avenging Hunter yeah. was good too. Yeah. It was also only 75 minutes long, which is really just a great runtime. Yeah. Sure. Yep. Yeah, that's that's one thing I wish we could bring back. Yeah, is shorter movies. Oh, that's just um, so necessary. But, but we got TV shows now. We got TV yeah, shows. Yeah, that's now. okay. Yeah, yeah. Philippa, stop it. Okay. What were we gonna do for you? Asked for it this week. We have um, we got a bunch of submissions the other day for uh, you asked for it. Um, Margot one one uh, piqued your interest because you had seen it already. Yeah. It's called Urban Legends Bloody Mary, I think, mm-hmm. uh, suggested by Matthew. Yeah, hmm. so this movie is um, a like typical mid-2000s B-horror movie. Um, it's got a bunch of actors you've never heard of who look vaguely familiar to actors you may have heard of or vaguely <laughs> similar to actors you may have heard of. Um, there's a lot of like unnecessary gore and a lot of big boobies. Sounds great. But basically, um, this movie uh, follows a. It's like a bunch of urban legends coming true, basically. Um, Tied to one narrative of this girl who um, was like killed at prom and um, then she like cursed the town. uh, And it's now like 30 years later. And this other girl um, awakens her spirit by playing Bloody Mary. You never want to play that game. Uh, Bloody Mary, Bloody Mary, Bloody Mary. Margot! Three times. I'm not looking in the mirror, though, so it's okay. So it's okay. Okay. Um, And then all these weird things start to happen. Like a guy um, fries up in a tanning bed. Uh, Spiders crawl out of a girl's face. Oh, nice. Um, A... Like, because a spider, like, lays an egg in her face and then it uh, breaks. Is it real oh, right. or is it Bloody Mary? That, scene, that scene was really scary. Yeah, it's, it's like, re- I mean, it's not real in, like, real life. It doesn't actually yes. happen. It's just in the okay. head. It's, okay. But it's not, no, it's it's real in the movie. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, and then uh, some <laughs> guy is crushed to death by, um, so, so the urban legends start to get, um, like, m- more far-fetched i guess um so it goes from like bloody mary of course being real to the spider thing which is like definitely something that i've heard of and scares me like you swallow however many spiders that thing um and then it goes to the tanning bed one which like okay i guess that's like kind of an urban let yeah yeah um (laughs) and then it goes to um some guy gets uh crushed to death under a vending machine Okay. Um, which, like, okay, whatever. So they're and like, then, um, it's like folklore becomes yeah, true. Yeah. And also thing. Bloody Mary. And also yeah. Bloody Mary. So, yeah. Um, so it's kind of similar to um, Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark okay. in that, like, all these different things are happening. Uh, so it's like there's like an anthology of different scariness that's happening, but it also follows a plot that I could not tell you. That's fine. 
what happens. I'm sure. It's I think minimal. they like go visit at whatever, and they end up uh, freeing Mary's spirit. Oh, that's sweet. Um, yeah. yeah. Why? Why is Bloody Mary a thing, but like Bigfoot isn't? Like why? Why stop I, at Bloody Mary? Do you see what yeah, I'm asking? Yeah, I think I think it's like specifically relating to like. Um, urban legends i don't think bigfoot's an urban legend oh okay bigfoot's like a i see that's like a, a country legend yeah, yeah. cryptid yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah i i think like bigfoot's like because urban legends are generally like things that have happened whereas people uh, believe bigfoot is like still out there sure you know? sure sure um like a conspiracy okay. theory oh my god it's no and so um what is the connection between bloody mary herself and things like the vending machine crashing you i think she's just like she's cursed the town so all these okay. things are happening okay. yeah they don't she- ever yeah i can't remember i'm like i was about to say they don't ever really address that it's urban legends but then i had a memory come to light where this girl is saying it's all the urban legends we've read coming true but i don't know if that actually happens or if my brain is just playing out of my mind right now um yeah um like i would watch it again probably but i like yeah, yeah, it's entertaining. It's also like I don't know if you can hear that. Chalupa's yeah, Chalupa, freaking out. I hope our audio isn't ruined. Oh, I hope they. I hope they can all hear this. I hope they can all hear her. Chalupa's digging. just digging on the blanket. It's definitely entertaining. It also like th- these are. This is my like guilty pleasure genre of or like era of horror is like the mid early two thousands. Just sure. like dumb, dumb. Yeah, bad shit movies. out the movie. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Um. Yeah, definitely. Um, I truly forgot about this movie until we started talking about it right now um, and still didn't really remember it until you mentioned the spider scene. The spider scene is, is very scary. Yeah. Though. Um, this like the, I think she's like she's like somebody's older sister and she's kind of like you like don't really like her because she's, she's like sexy. Yeah, because she's sexy. <laughs> um, oh, for sure. And um, she uh, like has this like zip that like keeps getting bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger until like it like Eesh. starts cracking and spiders come out of it and like Gross. she gets all fucked up. It's really scary. Yeah, she gets freaked out and then she slams her head in the mirror and a, a big shard ends up in her uh, forehead and she tries to like peel it off and accidentally peels her face off and dies. Oh, and I feel like some there's like a component of the movie where um that's also similar to Final Destination in that they think that the protagonist is like somehow related to all of these crimes happening and like somehow committed these murders. Um, mm. It never like really like pursue her, um, but they're always like, "This is like so suspicious. suspicious. Yeah. Why? Why is she showing up here?" Um, yeah, because surely Bloody Mary couldn't do it. <laughs> yeah, because surely urban legends aren't coming true. That's preposterous. Right. Yeah, but now I want to yes. watch this movie. Um, if it's available for free, maybe maybe I'll poke Jaden with a little with a little fork until he lets me watch it. That's Aww. generally how I get him to do things. That's so sweet. <laughs> poke him in the butt with a little fork. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, do um, um, do y'all remember the Bloody Mary trailer for Paranormal Activity 3? No. No. So good. So good. I hate to give Paranormal Activity, like, uh, praise, but, uh, this is a fantastic trailer. Uh, it's like two little girls and they're in the bathroom and they're like, we're going to do Bloody Mary on three. Okay, turn off the lights and the bathroom is completely dark. You can't see anything. And then they go, Bloody Mary, Bloody Mary, Bloody Mary. And then it's quiet for like five, ten seconds. 
And then all of a sudden, one of the little girls turns on a flashlight under her face and she goes, Bleh! and the other little girl is like, ah, oh, you scared me. And the first little girl is like, ha, 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 I tricked you, ha, ha. And then they leave the bathroom and as they open the door, light shines in. And when the light shines in, you can see a woman in the background silhouetted and it's That's giving awesome. me chills right now That's just talking awesome. about it. Yeah. Really good. Really good. Yeah, Candyman is kind of like a... We've talked about Candyman so many times on this podcast, but that's like a Bloody Mary um, reference. Same kind of idea. Um, Yeah. Yeah. So it seems like it's like just like a a fun movie with your friends kind of night. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Um, Okay. I am not going to watch uh, this movie. Okay. I'm sorry. That's fine. (laughs) That's fine. Let's see what, let's see what 1937 has to offer. Okay. I hope a horror movie. I hope a 30. I hope, I hope, I hope a a horror movie. There's a horrific historical event coming up in 1937 that I'm excited. What happened? The Hindenburg blew up? Yeah. I didn't want to spoil it though. Um, Song at Midnight. A disfigured musician roams a Chinese opera house. Oh, oh sounds god. like Phantom of the Opera. Yeah. yeah. Oh my god. Is this only is American movies? No, there's some. We can we can look. This is just in the Bible, but we can look um, on chronological dot wiki dot oh, sure. whatever the fuck dot fandom yeah. dot edu. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. So tune in for a movie. We will not promise anything more than that. <laughs> <laughs> Also, really the cool. uh, horror movie film wiki only has one movie from 1937, too, and it's A Song of Midnight. Midnight. Nothing from 1938. I guess we're busy. We're s- we gotta skip. Oh, <laughs> I am man. not watching no Phantom of the Opera. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. And I'm starting to think that I really wouldn't have had it in me to watch every single horror movie. You're definitely, starting to think you so? You definitely would not. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, well... Um, We'll, we'll watch, again, a movie. We're not promising anything yeah. more than that. Yeah. Okay. Um, oh, and then also, uh, boo! Ah!